At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Like we always do about this time. I was with Richard Hardard. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast, a back from hiatus Hawks Beat Podcast. This is episode 28 of volume six. I'm your host, E-Dub, and it is good to be back on the podcast airwaves, man. I've missed you guys. I miss you guys a lot. Um, We took some time off, took a little bit of a hiatus, and I'll talk about that in segment one. But welcome to the Hawksby Podcast. Uh, however you're joining us, whether you're new or whether you're regular, welcome, welcome. Come on in, take your shoes off, relax your feet, and uh, we're just going to talk some Hawksby and uh, get into it like we normally do, man. But first and foremost, let me get rid of some of this housekeeping. A big part of what we do is on the social media front. If you never listen to the podcast or not really aware and you've kind of stumbled onto this podcast and you're asking yourself what in the world is the hawks beat podcast uh we're on all of our social media platforms we are on facebook we're on twitter we're on instagram our twitter and instagram name is at hawks beat uh all one word and our facebook you just go to facebook and search the hawks beat you'll find our page go ahead and click that like button click click and you'll be abreast as to everything that we have goings on. <laughs> We're also on all the streaming radio platforms, wherever you get your podcasts, um, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, you name it, we are there. I was talking with a, um, a young apprentice of mine. And we're even on some podcast uh, platforms that I've never heard of, <laughs> but it's all to the good, man. We have to get you. You have to get out there and uh, just be visible to the people. So we invite you to connect with us on all of our streaming platforms. Subscribe to the show. Rate the show. I uh, can't forget about that. Give us uh, four or five stars. No, give us five stars. The thing is, I think 
I think five is the top. I think it's five stars. So go ahead and give us five stars. Let us know what you like about the show, what you hate about the show. Just make sure that you give us five stars. <laughs> we appreciate all the love and support. Um, is that it for the housekeeping? I gotta get I gotta get my feet wet back into it. I haven't done this in 30 days. So uh, I think that is about it for housekeeping. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, get into segment one while I explain to you guys what was beyond what was behind the little hiatus that we took on uh, our podcasting ventures. This segment is brought to us by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry shipped quickly to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. You can get the Tillman's Trinkets and Things from our website, thehawksbeat.com. Just click on their banner, Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Shout out to our guy, Jonathan. He's done great work. He's made pieces for my daughter, for my son, for myself. Check out the folks over at Tillman's Trinkets and Things. You are, we are back to the Hawksbeat podcast. According to Spotify, the last podcast that we put out, uh, Hawksbeat podcast episode 27 with the In the Clutch podcast with host Malik and Nia was put out on May the 22nd. So I've gone a little bit over a month with producing content. And it's simply this. Um, I took the entire month of June off from creating content. Um, I also run two other podcasts as far as the Game Time Radio podcast, the 285 podcast. And during COVID, podcasting was a way for me to connect with people. It was a way for me to be active in just content, you know, creating content. And I, I, I got off to a great start in May. I, I brought back actually two of the podcasts. This has been the most stable of the three because of, you know, basketball season was going on. It was, it had just been shut down. And um, in May, it was, it was just a good time to just get back into the swing of things because I wasn't leaving the house. <laughs> so I had a lot of time on my hands. Um, and then the things just started to happen, you know, uh, and this is just me giving you guys just a moment of, of reflection, a moment of honesty, and just letting you know what's going on with me. Um, a lot of times I come on this podcast and I just talk about what the Hawks are up to, what the NBA is up to, uh, trade rumors, guys, we're going to draft and I really keep it. Uh, really keep it specific to the Hawks, but this is kind of me just letting you guys know, letting you guys know what was going on. So you know, over the last month, we've seen a lot go down with George Floyd and Black Lives Matter and the protest and COVID nineteen, and all of it was beginning to just kind of snowball for me, and it was a lot. And to be completely honest with you, it was a lot. And so what I wanted to do and what I felt I needed to do, I needed to take a break and just step back. 
You know what I mean? Like I needed to just step back from everything. I deactivated my Facebook. Um, I just put all three of the podcasts on hold. I didn't update any of the websites or the blogs. And I just, I just needed some time away to breathe, you know? And, um, because, and I'll, I'll tell you, as somebody who, who's done this, like you can go down a rabbit hole, you know, you wake up every day and you just see stuff that just feeds into negativity, uh, feeds into negativity. And you don't want to be at a place where the only type of things that are feeding your mind are negative things. And so I had to cut down on those things and purposely position myself to take in positive things, to take in positive things. And so that means I had to decrease uh, some of my social media. I didn't, I didn't completely take off social media. I was still on Twitter a little bit. I cut my Twitter time. Uh, I cut that down some. I didn't tweet as much from the Hawks Beat account. Um, I still have my Instagram. So I still kind of dabbled a little bit, kind of, you know, kept up with some of my friends on Marco Polo, but kept everything really light. You know, when I did social media, I made sure that I got in you know, checked it out a little bit, got out, you know, and I just had to be in a good mental space. You guys, I just had to be in a good mental space. So kind of went underground, but I am back. (laughs) I am back slowly, but surely. So I hope this podcast isn't too rough. I'm trying to get back into the swing of things, but, um, look for the Hawksweet podcast each week, man. Uh, looking to record on Thursday. So the podcast may drop late Thursday night. Uh, depending on when I can record, or early Friday morning. So um, if nothing else, you will know that each Friday, Friday morning, you will get a fresh new Hawks Beat podcast, just keeping you up uh, with the Hawks, with the NBA, uh, what's going on, and uh, just keeping you guys updated on how we do. So I appreciate you guys for rocking with me. I appreciate you guys checking out the podcast, all the retweets, all the reshares. Um, I really, truly, truly appreciate it. Um, the first thing I wanted to tackle in this first segment after, of course, <laughs> an explanation of where have you been for the last 30 days? <laughs> uh, the latest news for the Hawks came on, uh, this sometime this week, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, I'm not exactly sure what day it was, but the Hawks had a call put out to the media and they were announcing a partnership with uh, Fulton County in an effort to transform State Farm Arena into the largest voting precinct for the August runoff and November's general elections. I wish I could tell you how excited I was about this how excited I am about this. And I wish I could tell you how big this is. Um, Man, it's like, it's so much stuff. You almost really don't even know where to begin. So we were on the call with uh, Fulton County Commissioner, um, Tony Ressler, um, Lloyd Pierce was on the call, um, Steve Coonan, some people from the Georgia uh, voting precinct, I mean, the Georgia elections. Um, it was just a team effort. And basically what happened was is Steve Coonan actually came up with the idea. Came up, it was his brainchild uh, between a talk between Steve, uh, Tony Ressler, and um, Lloyd Pierce. 
And Mr. Coonan came up with the idea that while all this stuff is going on, he, he looked at the images on TV. He looked at the things that were going on. And he said to himself, man, this thing is happening right outside State Farm Arena. Talking about the protest and people trying to make change. And he thought to himself, what can I do? What can we do as an organization to implement change? And the idea of making State Farm Arena into a voting facility came to his mind. And he suggested it to Coach Pierce, Tony Wrestler. And uh, Tony Wrestler said, look, it took a nanosecond to 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 make things happen he said within a week uh he had somebody from fulton county and the fulton county board of registration and elections walking the ground seeing how can we make this happen two weeks later a deal was done and it is it, it's 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 gonna happen like this is gonna be so huge because i'll tell you this and i don't know exactly where you live or what the voting process is in your city or wherever you are. I live in South Fulton. And in my precinct, there were two, four, six machines, I think. Six, I think there were eight, and I think two were, like, not working. It took me over an hour to vote. Uh, I stood in line for at least an hour. And that wasn't the worst of the stories that people have from these voting experiences that we've experienced in Fulton County. I will not mention names, the Republican Party, but <laughs> there are people out there that want to make voting for people of color as hard as they possibly can. That's no, like, that's no secret. That's no secret. And so to make the voting process easier, and because this is Fulton County, a, a county that is majority black, majority black, to make the voting process easier for the general elections in August and early voting in November is such a big deal. And just to be on the call, I, I was just so excited to even just be a part of the process. Um, everybody was excited. Uh, one of the things that uh, Steve Coonan kept saying we are more than just a basketball team. And, man, I, I just felt, like, so proud. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, it's so awesome covering this team, even if they only won, like, 20-something games because they get it. Like, this organization, this ownership, they get it. Um, you know, you see the slogan, true to Atlanta. But, like, man, they are really true to Atlanta. Um, man, it, it was just – it was just – um, an eye-opening experience as far as these guys is getting together and making things going on. And I just think that it's going to provide uh, a greater accessibility to voting. And uh, some of the details, the Hawks Foundation is going to provide free parking. Uh, that's more than 1,500 parking spots. Um, complimentary parking for vehicles uh, who are right there to vote, like, uh, the people from Martyr were on the call. Martyr CEO Jeff Parker, um, he talked about logistics as far as getting people down there to vote. Man, these people are working together, and they're working together for change. And this is why we march. This is why we protest. It's to effect change. 
You understand? Like, people just see it, and they're like, oh, these people are just upset. They're just maggots. They're doing this. I've seen people refer to protesters as everything under the sun. But this is why we do it. This is why we do it. We're up against something that is bigger than us. And to fight it, you have to, you just have to just keep pushing at it and pushing at it. And one day, you're going to see little cracks in the foundation. And to me, this was a crack in the foundation. So salute to the Hawks. Salute to Tony Wrestler, the ownership group, Steve Coonan, Coach Pierce. Uh, Coach Pierce said that he is uh, the chief of, uh, he, he is the president of uh, one of the Hawks, uh, one of the coaches diversity, uh, one of the, uh, I forget the exact name for it, but uh, the NBA has a diversity group and Coach Pierce is the president or the lead or the head guy on that. And he said, like, this afternoon when we have a call, I'm going to let these people know, like, this is what we're doing. And I'm going to challenge them to do it in 30 other cities, you know, wherever that wherever their cities are. And because most of these cities are in predominantly urban areas where these Republicans are trying to censor and trying to squeeze the black vote. So, um Kudos to the Hawks, kudos to Fulton County, and uh, it was just an honor to be on the call, and it's just, I mean, this is dope, man. Like, sometimes it's bigger than basketball, and um, man, it was just really, really awesome, really awesome. So, uh, on the other side of the break, we're going to go on to segment two, and on the other side of the break, we're going to talk a little bit about Trey Young, and Trey Young has some new representation. We're going to tell you some of the details of that. Make sure you stick with us. You're listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number 28. I'm your host, Edub, and we'll be right back. This segment is brought to us by a welltogetherman.com. Make sure you check out a welltogetherman.com. It is a website for men that deals with grooming, fashion, entrepreneurship, and fitness. They're good friends of the Hawks Beat. Shout out to our guy, Rufus Addison. They do a great job over there. Make sure you stop by today at welltogetherman.com and be one of those men who are leaders, not followers, men who take care of themselves, and men that have some self-respect. Shout out once again to a welltogetherman.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back. Hawksby Podcast, episode 28, volume 6. I'm your host, E-Dub. Uh, I teased before the break that our guy, Trey Young, has some new representation. Uh, it came out this week that Trey Young is going to be signing, taking his talent to Clutch Sports. Yes, the same uh, company by Rich Paul that bolsters the client roster of LeBron James, Ben Simmons, Anthony Davis, Draymond Green, and now we can add our own Trey Young to uh, that group of uh, NBA All-Stars, actually. <laughs> and um, I got to give a shout out to our guy, Chris Kirshner, did a brilliant job in The Athletic. Uh, he wrote a, or he wrote a piece, he wrote about this piece, what was it, about a week ago? About a week ago, when, when everything just happened. And I uh, had a lot of quotes from uh, Ray for Young, Trey's dad. 
and just talked about the evolution of Trey Young and how, um, of how you know the the the, the switch from his old um, representation to where it is now. Um, wrote a great article, and the article talked about um, Trey's representation, Omar Wilkes. Uh, a guy who who's had signed Trey. Trey was kind of like his biggest client. Um, he worked for a company called Octagon Sports. Octagon uh, represents Giannis, uh, Steph Curry, uh, two of the main guys that are represented by those guys. And um, the the piece just goes back. And, and if you have the athletic, make sure you go out and check out Chris's piece. It's called Inside the Pursuit. Uh, why Trey Young signed with Clutch Sports and what it means. And Chris did a masterful job, and I told him about it, uh, that he did a good job in the piece where he just he profiles Omar and how much detail and how much of a family man and how much he was all about the relationship uh, when pursuing uh, Trey Young. And it wasn't even much like a, hey I, hey, I can make you a lot of money type thing. It was like, hey, how are your sisters? How are your brother doing? I know this about your family. I know that. Uh, he really bought into the relationship aspect of uh, representation, and that's big, and that's what athletes look for. Uh, in the piece, um, Ray actually talked about how it was it enabled him to just kind of be the dad and not have to worry about certain things being handled for Trey. So Trey can just focus on basketball. I can focus on being the dad and Omar can focus on all of the other bells and whistles that come with being an NBA player. Um, what basically happened was they developed the relationship uh, and they're going uh, Trey Young. This is uh, going into his third year. Uh, Omar Wilkes gets a call and he gets um, a position with Clutch Sports uh, as the new uh, director of the NBA division. So um, Clutch Sports, of course, represents more than just basketball players, but um, he is going to be head of the basketball division. And it was up to really Trey to decide if he wanted to stick with Octagon uh, I think that there was a guy that uh, would have probably taken taken over for Omar, but um, he had the chance to say, you know what, man, I want to stick with Octagon. I'm, I want to go somewhere else. But because of the relationship that Omar had built with him, that Omar had built with the family, there was just a level of comfort there for Trey. And he decided to follow Omar over to Clutch Sports um, while he made the move. Um, Another thing about the piece that Chris mentioned is that um, Omar also represents Cam Reddish and UGA, UGA star Anthony Edwards. So um, I haven't heard any word as far as Cam Reddish switching over to Clutch Sports. Um, I haven't heard anything about that. I don't know any inside information. So um, Anthony Edwards still has yet to be drafted, but we'll see what, what the um, – you know, what, what the future holds for those two guys. Uh, Trey also was approached by uh, Rock Nation, uh, Jay-Z's representation group, and uh, another uh, another um, representation group. But he decided to stick with his guy, Omar. Uh, Trey's a very loyal guy, very loyal guy. And he, um, you know, he just wanted to stick with the guy that, that he had 
stuck with in the beginning because everybody else was like, hey, man, we can make a lot of money, you know, this, that, and the other. But uh, it just kind of goes to show you what type of guy Trey Young is because uh, not saying that he's not interested in that stuff, but that wasn't a deciding factor. So uh, it said in the piece that Trey believes in Omar. He believes in Rich Paul. And uh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited about what those guys are doing over at Clutch Sports. It's good to see uh, young African-American guys doing those things from leadership positions, man. So salute to Trey Young, salute to Rich Paul, salute to Omar Wilkes in this new position. And uh, you haven't heard the last from Clutch Sports, man. <laughs> you haven't heard the last from Clutch Sports. Uh, we got one final segment coming up for you guys. Some words from Mr. Vince Carter. Well, we don't have any words. We have some more kind of like we're going to look back and appreciate some Vince Carter. So on the other side of the break, we're going to take a, a appreciation to one Mr. Vince Carter. You're listening to Hawksby Podcast, episode 28, volume 6. I'm your host, Edub. We'll be right back. is Playing professional sports, everything hurts all the time, so you're just used to it. Vince, um, over here to your left. <laughs> all of the guys in the locker room talk about the wisdom that you give to them as far as, you know, your experience in the game. This moment being reflective for you, as you go back and look at our first season with Toronto, who were some of the guys that kind of took you under their wing when you were a rookie? Uh, well, Charles Oakley, the second day. Put his arm around and said, I'm, I'm going to make you a player this week. I'm going to teach you the ropes and learn how to, how to be a player. So, first of all, you can't tell him no. <laughs> start, start right there. And then uh, you go to Kevin Willis, Doug Christie, Dee Brown, and you know Antonio Davis. So, I think of, you know, when you have someone like Charles Oakley who played with Jordan, Kevin Willis who played with Dominique, Doug Christie who played with Matt Johnson. D. Brown played with Larry Bird, and Antonio Davis played with Reggie Miller. Why wouldn't I listen? Why? You know what I'm saying? So it prepared me, and I was prepared as a young guy. And I'm one of those guys. If I don't know, I'm going to ask questions. I'm not afraid to ask questions. And I did that, um, and I was prepared each and every every night. Like I've been playing for years against some of these guys, and that's the wisdom I try to share with these guys. And I know I'm annoying because uh, they were annoying to me uh, all the time. And I tell them. I used to tell them on occasion, it's like, you know, but I knew what the gems that they would give me would keep me in the league and allow me to do the things that I was able to do and and, and, and continue to get better. So I just try to drop gems for all, all of the young guys in tough moments. We're going through a tough time here as far as winning and just completing games and, you know, just seeing it through. And, you know, I, I love to, to win. I love to be. That was one Mr. Vince Carter. Um, speaking at the podium, he, he if you didn't recognize the reporter, uh, that was your boy. <laughs> no, that, that was after Vince Carter had scored 25,000, his 25, 20, let me start over, <laughs> his 25,000th point. Um, he finished his career with 25,728 points. In 21 seasons, he was an eight-time All-Star, 98-99 All-Rookie Team, 98-99 Rookie of the Year, Gold Medalist, and um, 
man, just a stand up guy. Vince, and, and I cut that I cut that clip off a little bit. I think you talked a little bit longer, but um you ask Vince a question and he will just give you gems. He will give you gems. But <laughs> like anybody will tell you that's been in that locker room with Vince Carter. Um you better have that you better have that battery in your phone ready. You better be in a good position because you can ask Vince a question and he will go for four to five minutes. He is so thought out and I've never covered a guy like that with so much detail in every single question that you ask. You you ask question at the Vince, you're only gonna get about two you may get three questions in. Because the first question might go five minutes, next one may go three minutes. And then after that, PR is going to be like, all right, man, we got to go. <laughs> so, like, you better be ready when you come to Vince. But Vince had these two years covering Vince Carter has been, I really can't even put it in the words because it's just been that awesome. And it's not so much because of what he was doing on the court. Yeah, it was, it, yeah, it, it was good. It was remarkable. Like, yo, he's 43 still in the league. But I mean, we I mean he's forty three, you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like we we was covering jumping over, you know, Akeem Elijah on Vince Carter. But um he was just that old wise dude on the block that always had gems. And you knew that whenever you talked with him, he was gonna keep it honest, he was gonna keep it real, and he was gonna talk long. <laughs> so uh from my perspective, from my perspective, and I've only covered two years of Vince and I've covered the last two and I'm sure there are people that have lots more stories. But for me, that moment that I just played that clip that I just played, he scored his 25th, a thousand point, um, talking about Charles Oakley, Kevin Willis, D Brown, Doug Christie, all of those guys that took him under his wing. And, um, it was just kind of like a surreal moment, man. That day he spent so much time after the game with the media, taking our questions, answering them. And one thing that the media never does, we don't take pictures. Uh, well, we're not supposed to take pictures with athletes. We're not supposed to ask for autographs. You're there to work, right? You're there to get your content, get your story, get your pictures, get whatever you need, and you're there to work. So one thing that you really don't do is post for pictures and selfies. But the night was so special. And shout out to Garen. Shout out to um, Steinberg, some of the guys, Jelani, some of the PR guys for the Hawks. They took time out afterwards and was like, all right, let's get a group picture. And, like, that was so dope because, like, we all, like, ran up on there like, yo, man, like, when are you going to have a chance to – experience Vince Carter like this after breaking uh after scoring 25,000 points like not everybody does that you know so we got the picture I'm in the picture and it was just like a dope moment man it was just a dope moment one thing that I will always remember in my career and it was just a a, a just a great moment uh my second moment would be at the end of the 20 I guess it was the 2018-2019 season. Let's see. This was 2019-2020. So the year, the end of his first year, he came over. So this was 1920. 
So the last one had to be 18-19. So yeah, at the end of the 2018-2019 season, Vince was the last one. It was the last game of the season. Everybody's wondering if Vince is coming back. And he was like, you know what? I'm undecided. Just take my time and see how it feels. He was a free agent. He had a contract. Everything was still really up in the air. Um, and so I remember he was the last player in the locker room. It was late. Everybody had gone. That night he gave some shoes to about five or six guys, signed them, and guys were just like little kids in a candy store. And he sat and he talked with them. Well, he didn't sit. He stayed up. <laughs> and he talked with the media for, my God, it must have been at least 30 minutes. And that's a long time for an athlete to talk. And I did a piece on it on um, on the Hawks beat. And um, let me see if I can – what is the name of it? So if you want, you can go to the website and check it out. Uh, what's it called? What's it called? It's called Vince Carter, A Year of Reflection. The future of the Hawks and playing next year. I the the clip the audio clip was so long. <laughs> the audio clip was so long that I had to cut it into three different sections. <laughs> it was so long, so I was like, "Here's part one, where Vince is talking about X, Y, and Z. Here's part two, where Vince was talking about A, B, and C. You know, and um." It was just a super dope moment. We didn't know whether he was coming back or not. And in true Vince fashion, he just sat down and he gave you everything of himself in the interview. And those two moments are just like moments that I will never forget. You know, people watch this game their whole lives and they never get close to these athletes. And yes, these are just human beings and just regular folks like, uh, you know, like we are. But it's something special when people achieve certain things and you're able to cover those times and those moments. And to me, that is what makes it all worth the while. So salute to one, Mr. Vince Carter on 21 hall of fame seasons, 25,728 points, um, a stellar career. And I know that he's probably going to go into broadcasting or coaching. He can write his own ticket because he's very sharp, uh, in front of the camera. And, um, Salute to Mr. Carter, man. We're going to miss you in Atlanta. The locker room isn't going to be the same without your wisdom. And um, I just appreciate the time, man. I appreciate the time. Also, I appreciate your time for checking out the Hawksbeat Podcast. Episode number 28, episode 29 will drop next week. Uh, It will drop early, probably early Friday or late Thursday, but be on the lookout. Make sure you are following us on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. Subscribe to the show. Grant us five stars when you rate us. Tell us you love the show, and uh, we appreciate you. So, like we used to say on my old radio show, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. If you don't know him, you need to find him and show him love, because that's all he's showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace and love, guys. Like we always do about this time. I was gonna rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is
is impregnable and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.